You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 714, End of an Era, part one, from Legionnaire 17, History Lesson. Welcome to episode 714. It's like I've forgotten already. Of uh, we do have substitute <laughs> podcasters. I am Paul French, and I am good weekend lad. Oh, good. Yeah, it was Father's Day weekend, so that made today so much easier. Mm. Um, but yesterday, even um, Ella went with uh, my mother-in-law to see um, a Cirque du Soleil show, and. Um, did anyone fall? Do we have a new Robin? No, no, no. But oh. there was, I tell you, there was a lot of stuff that looked very Flying Graysons. Um, mm-hmm. And because uh, she she bought the uh, the DVD of the show because she wanted us to see it, too. And um, <clears throat> so then uh, um, and at the same time, um, because I, I was playing a show last night. Uh, so, uh, Jan thought, well, I'll take uh, Sarah to uh, to Canada's Wonderland and. uh so they went there, and so I had the whole house to myself. <laughs> Which means you did the whole risky business thing, didn't you? Well, it was, it, I mean, my version of it, which was yeah, I, mowed, yeah. I actually did mow the lawn before I left. Uh-huh. That we'd have my in-laws over today. And um, went on a, on a leisurely bike ride to, uh, to my favorite brunch spot, did the brunch thing, came back. Sat in the hammock, pretended to read a book, and uh, because it's harder to do once your eyes close for a couple hours. Mm. And uh, yeah, then, you know, got up, packed for my gig. Off I went, and uh, it was the most relaxing day I've had <laughs> in a dozen years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> then got home sort of, uh, you know, early, well, in the, in the wee hours um, uh, from from the show in Toronto, and then uh, um, and then you know was able to sleep in, mm-hmm. and had people catering to my every whim, sort of. Oh my, <laughs> sort and, of, kinda, uh, maybe. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I mean that's that's not be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but got to have a, a good Father's Day, and uh, we have uh, you know Jan and I have said like you know. I think we're going to make, you know, it's like, I, I, you know, next year we're going to make it like the kids are in charge because they're old enough now. Mm. And it's like, but, you know, I really like the, you know, I was like, I really like the way you do Father's Day. And she's like, mm. I really like the way you do Mother's Day. It's like, does it have to be next year? Eh, maybe not. <laughs> eh, we can skip it. Skip it another year. Just so give we, them some money and tell them to go to the mall and buy, buy, buy the parent something nice. They can do that. Yeah, exactly. Under, under the other parent's supervision. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it is it is well, which is basically kind of what we do now, oh. um, you know. Um, but but yeah, like the idea of sending them off, it's like, oh, great, my own set of Pokemon cards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, that's that's my weekend. Over to you, sir. Hi, everybody. I am Darren Noel, and uh, surprising everyone, I I am Farmer Darren. Oh. That's what I am this weekend. No, I did not leave the comfort of my air-conditioned house, but I'm still a farmer. 
And a friend of mine gave me Stardew Valley, and I finally started it. That's oh, a good that, game. That is a very cute little game. That's a very cute little game that is more challenging than I gave it credit for initially. Because I, oh, this looks like, you know, Link used to look like back on my uh, Super Nintendo. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Did, you ever, did you ever play Harvest Moon? No. Well, oh. I played during a Harvest Moon, Jim, but I don't think that's what you're talking mm. about. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, I, I feel just, as though you mean something different. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, a very Blanche Devereaux kind of a reference there. Um, I, I just finished year one. And I think I did OK. But of course, there's like a thousand. Once you once you look up how to do one thing, you get all the tips and tricks. And there are spoilers in YouTubers. You put spoilers in your headlines and it's stupid. Stop it. Yeah, it's very also dumb. the game's also a bit old now so yeah. it's it's so, just everywhere exactly every everything's out there now and but i told people just give me something you think i'll like and they got me that for my birthday i was like oh that's nice so i'll try i'll play it sure fine and i and i did and i'm like oh this is cool it okay. ate up my entire day today nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it is entire day and i'm that, like blinked and i'm like oh my god it's seven o'clock <laughs> yeah, it is that I've kind of thing all day so tomorrow I can't I cannot play any. <laughs> I've got to get some shit done in the house. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that clothes clothes pile is going to sit there another night apparently. Yeah yeah apparently because mm-hmm. I am not productive right now when I'm playing a video game. So that's that's me today. Although I did get a bonus, I did order pizza in the middle of the day, and uh, the pizza boy uh, told me Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and I'm like, are you looking for a daddy? I'm just, just thinking exactly that. <laughs> Gotta be careful when you say that to people like me. <laughs> Single, no wedding ring, no obvious children around. Uh, you look over 20. Yeah, okay. Anyway, no. over to you, Travis. Oh, my. Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, everybody. This yeah, is Travis Elsor, and today I am second booster lad. Ooh, About okay. 26, 27 hours I got my second booster, so right now I am pretty run down. Just, just like every shot, I I get it, and then the next day I'm just like, Ugh. The third day I'm fine, but the, the second day, oh man. So I've had two naps today. Um, nice. I have done little else except lay around and be groggy and cruddy. But uh, I'm here. I'm going to read tonight to keep myself awake. Nice. And um, I'm going. And over to you, Michael. Hi, everybody. Uh, Michael Grabois. And this week I was COVID kid. Um, apparently, uh, what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you bring it back home with you, um, which applies to uh, any Many number things. of possible things. Yeah. <laughs> but, Just but COVID? Of, are you, are you, is everything else okay? <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I actually... Uh, one ninety-five dollars total out of all my gambling money. So, oh, nice. That's a, that's a that's a change from last year when it was a, a historic loss. Mm. But um, uh, <clears throat> we had our group of seven people, and six of them all came down with COVID after coming home. Uh, three of them, myself included, had mild cold-like symptoms which is just kind of a scratchy throat, minor, uh, minor fever, uh, no aches and pains, no, um, uh, no loss of taste or smell, anything like that. Uh, and the other three had more flu like symptoms where they were like laid up in bed all week. Um, tired 102 fever, uh, just 
a, a, a flu as opposed to a cold, but neither of them uh, were as bad as they could have been, given that A, we're so far into the pandemic, and B, all of us were double shot or double vaxxed and double boosted. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> that, that at least helps it not be as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I would rate it uh, zero out of 10. Uh, would, 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 would not do again. Yeah. Would not do again. <laughs> See, I'm but, putting uh, off my second booster till like beginning of August, so I'll be revved up for Dragon Con. There you go. You know, so it'll be at like barely Maximum close to peak performance, supposedly. We'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, I'm trying to avoid everybody on the planet. So, yay. And, uh, yep. So we also got complacent when we were there. Uh, none of the gr- none of our group was wearing a mask um, because most of the other people in Vegas aren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. But uh, just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that you should shouldn't do it. <laughs> or any just because they're not doing it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. So wait, where one? Well, I mean, I'm I'm seeing conventions coming out with their, we suggest you wear a mask guidance and they're not going to demand everyone be vaccinated. So I I think it's really, if if you are concerned, you should wear the mask anyway and you should make sure that you're double, you know, boosted and such before you go to a con. Because a lot of people are going to be attending and they don't have to prove that they are. So you should assume assume that they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm sure there will be people there who are not. Yep. And so that is uh, my PSA uh, is to wear your mask if you're with a group of people. There you go. And uh, other than that, I am asymptomatic. Uh, My symptoms went away like on Wednesday, but uh, Sunday morning I'm still testing positive. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So I have to. I have to keep away, and basically it's, you know, back to how it was <laughs> during the pandemic, stay at home, mm-hmm. and only go to the drive-thru. Yeah. But at least I got practice doing that, so oh. there you go. There you go. <laughs> so oh, I'm glad, I'm glad it, it, it certainly sounds like you're on the mend, so I'm glad to hear that. Oh, yeah. I mean, over, overall, as an experience, it was... Um, it, in a pre-COVID world, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Oh, it's just a summer cold. Yep. Mm-hmm. But in a COVID world, uh, it's not just a summer cold. And yeah. So over to you, Jim. Hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and um, I'm a bit low energy, kids at night. <laughs> so I've just uh, I just started a seven day cleanse today, and uh, oh, the hunger it gnaws. Yeah, it will. It will. Uh, I ate a, ate a lot of fruits and vegetables today, but uh, my body really wants to go to sleep right now. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna soldier on though. There you go, and then go straight to bed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well then, let's That's move it. on to Legion news. Please. I have none. So anybody else? I've heard none, seen none. Well, the 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 non news is that Justice League versus Legion number four uh, did not come out. It sure didn't. Um, Comicsology says next month around this time. So, 
What was it you, you noted about the uh, timing, Jim? Every single issue has come out two months apart mm-hmm. for the six-issue miniseries. So it is bi-monthly for a whole year. For effectively, uh, well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll pull it out in the end. It'll come flying out, but... Uh, I doubt that. I, I think Dark Crisis is going to be over before <laughs> this series is finished. I completely believe that. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's a tradition. Let's look at Legion of Three Worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the and um, I think that situation was a little different. And, and zero hour after crisis, because that kind of is the ten years later. Oh, we can we have to fix stuff still. It's oh, just r- really unfortunate that once again Legion is getting kind of killed due to uh, delays. Mm-hmm. The uh, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, Hype has cooled somewhat. Oh, yeah. It, it loses momentum in a heartbeat. I mean, it's June. Technically, it should have been over by now. Right. Yep. Because it started in January. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, you know, but it is, it, you know, and it, but and I and I get sort of, you know, the the whole side of, uh, you know, ultimately, most people who read this will end up reading it in trade. Um, yeah, especially yeah. if we get the new Legion cartoon, it'll be a yeah. good tie-in. Although, uh, you know, having said that, it's um, you know we we now live in a time where it's like not everything <laughs> stays in print for for all that long. <laughs> you know, you know what I was looking for the other day. I figured New Teen Titans graphic novels. Since since I can't read the stuff from Comicsology anymore, I need yeah. to go back and oh, like, did, did you pick see up the some graphic novels. Did you see Comicsology's tweet about the the in-browser reading? No, I did not. What did it yeah. say? Uh, they said in the next few weeks that they will have the double page and zoom zoom features back on there. I will believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. It, said, fu- it said, fuck you, Darren, personally. It, <laughs> yes, it did, because they've been promising that since they <laughs> fucked it up in the first place. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I, I wrote Amazon, like, are you going to give me my money back for the files I can't read now? Amazon loves you, Darren. Yeah, Amazon can fuck itself. <laughs> anyway, be, because and here, here's why: I hate people with too much power. Amazon's got too much power as a retailer. Same with Walmart. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, you know, both of them. Too much power in this world. We have two big monopolies there. They're not monopolies because they're both in the retail world. Yeah, well, they both are like huge. So I, I try to go out of my way to use other vendors when I can. Mm-hmm. Amazon is definitely a monopoly. I, I recently. Well, I didn't read it. It was, um, it was, um, what was that show? Anyway, there was a whole thing about how Amazon, um, Google, Apple, and, um, Microsoft, my, maybe Microsoft, how they are, they control way too much because basically competition that does come around to compete gets, uh, out gets, gets yeah. gobbled up before it can, or, or like in Google's case, uh, they control the platforms these things are on and can yeah. hide the they, they can hide the uh, traffic and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's a problem. It is a problem. This mm-hmm. is definitely the the lamest dystopia I've ever read. Oh dear God! You know, I won't go too deep into it, but we're definitely in a dystopia right now. And that, that that's problematic. I mean, we're we're heading to the Handmaid's Tale pretty quickly. We've got two weeks. <laughs> got two weeks on that bullshit. Um, but I, I I am just of the mind of if I can get it from somewhere else, I will go get get it from somewhere else. But DC's New Teen Titans graphic novels are 
out of print, mm-hmm. a lot of them. They are. And I'm like, you would think with George Perez's recent passing, they would throw oh, this no. back <laughs> into print. Well, the, Crazy, the time right? turnaround on that can be. I know it can be a while, but like number five, which is the odd ones between the Terra revealed to Judas contract. That one is going for ten bucks on eBay. Oof. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. $110 on eBay for that one. No. So I'm holding out, I'm holding out for a hero. I'm doing my Bonnie Tyler. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Gonna wait. Yeah. yeah. But that is uh it's just an odd thing to be out of print. I know things go in and out of print, don't get me wrong. It's just like it, why sure. is that one the one that's you, you said it's volume four, right? Well there's usually two five. Fa- five. There's usually like two factors that cause this to happen. They overprint the first few, they underprint the last few, and well, and, they printed up to like fifteen, so this one's like smack dab. Oh, so these aren't even the yeah. omnibus version. These are like no, the, the, these the are like tiny the, baby the, ones. Yeah, these are the paperback graphic novel ones, not the omnibuy. Uh, I, I love the omnibuy, but I have a hard time reading the omnibuy because I lose aren't my, like in my leg when I'm holding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm just surprised there aren't like deluxe editions that cover like three the, paperbacks it, worth. The little graphic novels or the omnibus. There's nothing in between. Nothing in between. Hmm. DC will not do epic collections. <laughs> Or Wait no no they do they got the um the sh- not they the, the archives way back no, when but they're no, not no. I thought they did the um no they did. wait no they don't do epic collections they have no equivalent of epic collections you're right weird and weird. I they ever showcase well them. well the the um the, the paperback versions of the omnibuses that aren't called omnibuses they they have the hardcover omnibuses and then they put out the paperbacks of like two. Uh, paperbacks equivalents of the same omnibus. Those are kind of epic collection, but they those are primarily only for Silver Age stuff. Yeah, and they yeah, don't put out many I, of those. Is yeah, right. I, I know. I noticed they stopped. They yep. they they stopped putting out Legion ones once again. They stopped putting out all of them, I believe. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh. find them. I mean, those those are nice. I did some diving like online, and I tried uh, my favorite retailer uh, in stock trades. Yep. You know, for stuff like that, that's who I go to as opposed to Amazon, and they were out of print on a bunch of stuff. They can't get it, so it's like okay, yep. you know. So it's like okay, hold, hold and wait, hold and wait, hold and wait. Okay, should have bought them when they came out. Didn't think about it because I had the files on Comicsology. I could look right, at. yeah. You know, the whole point for me buying electronic files was so I wouldn't have to have the paper. Right. Yes. Right, because paper takes up a lot of room, and I'm in the midst of like Marie Kondoing my life. <laughs> and all my comic books spark joy with me. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple I can let go of, sure. But most of the collection I want to keep. Mm-hmm. But I can keep it in another format. Right. You know, and, and keep the the special comics that I've collected, the ones that would mean something down the road. Like, I've got a Justice League 21, which yeah. is the first JLA-JSA team-up, number mm-hmm. one issue. And I'm like, that one stays with me in comic book form. Period. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of those like that that I have, um, but I have not gone out of my way to buy anything that's slabbed or anything. It's just it's just sentimental, mm-hmm. not really. But to read it, I'm fine with reading electronically. That's fine. You know, it's just do you rely on a retailer like Amazon not to f it up? And we we've seen they will f it up. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't rely on those electronic files. Because one day, what if what if Amazon decides? Well, Comixology isn't doing any more business anymore. 
So we're going to tank the whole thing. Thank you. Bye. I, I will be honest. As, as, bad as, the, as bad as the switchover was, the fact that we didn't lose everything in the process does give me some confidence that that's unlikely. Well, but that's because you bought most of them from from Amazon because Amazon's yeah. owned Comixology for years. For years. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just there's like 10 years. And then they just did the switchover. But, but let's remember, we don't own this stuff. We license no, it. We're licensing. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. We, we have bought it. So a license to use for as long as DC and Amazon agree that, that will continue to happen. It's just uh, this is the example I use way, 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 way back when Comicsology was still new. I downloaded a copy of uh, Hellboy uh, issue number one, I think. Yeah. And that particular version of that particular issue no longer exists. If I wanted to replace it, I'd have to get a different cop, a different version of it. Yeah. But I am still able to read that version that I bought all those years ago. It has not been eliminated. And that that's even when Dark Horse went away from Comicsology for a time and then later came back. I was able to read it the entire time. So mm-hmm. archiving, I think, is reasonably safe for the, like, the next 20 years just because as long as Amazon itself doesn't go out of business, which is very unlikely. Very unlikely. Yeah, I think the at least the archiving will will be safe enough yeah. for practical purposes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I know it's always but, it's but always possibility. It's, all, yes. it's always a crapshoot. You never yeah. know, right? So, um, so I have bought comics from companies websites that have gone under, and that stuff's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I bought a bunch of Image comics through Image directly. All that's gone. I can't download any of that stuff ever again. Well, there, there was also a story wow. years ago about uh, some record company. It was a small independent, I think, that decided to no longer have their titles on iTunes. Right. And people went into iTunes and found that those those files were gone. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, That's it. Because so it's, it's another like, – again, it's a license. It's a license. It's not – you're not purchasing the actual album or the CD. Yeah. So, so people, back up your collection. Back up your stuff somewhere where an automatic update can't mess with it. Mm-hmm. Because this is what happens. That's why I keep all my music and files on a separate external hard drive. Yeah. Just because of those shenanigans. You gotta burn CDs, baby. Yep. And the same. The same applies to comic files. Unfortunately. Yeah. It applies to every type of media you want to keep. Yeah. You know, to, to watch later. Mm-hmm. That that you legitimately own. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying pirate anything. I'm saying if I legitimately bought it, I want to access it whenever I want to access it, and it Absolutely. shouldn't be just up to Big Brother to decide whether or not I can access it or not. Oh, well, he's paid enough for those issues. We can take those back now. Mm. Technically, it'd be the minute after you do the transaction. Oh no, those aren't available anymore. Thank you for your money. Mm. You no, know? I mean it's not. It's not a great business model. But that yeah. says they can't do that. Not that anyone reads the agreements anyway, because uh, well, that's like, the twenty-one pages long of, yeah. of legal jargon. So you know, hi, tangent cast. How are y'all? All righty, this has been yet another Comicsology rant. Take take a drink. That wasn't really a rant. That was just a comment. <laughs> you want a rant? I can give you a rant. No, not at all. God okay. no. <laughs> make it make it stop, Travis. Make I, it stop. I think I'm delightful. Rant. Am I not? Absolutely. Let's go with Legionnaires number 17. <laughs> Yay! Travis has to go to work tomorrow, y'all. Yes. Hey, look, look what's on the cover. <laughs> it says, end of an era conclusion. We're already done. Yay! Wait, it does it. it does say that. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And, is, and that, then they, is that zero-hour chicanery? Yes. It is. And then uh, when we get to Legion number 61, it'll say something like, this is the real conclusion. Yeah. Don't pay any to that other conclusion that you this made. Is like, this is like the movie Clue, but it yeah. could have ended this way. Mm. And we start off with statues, so everyone take a drink. Take a drink. Make one now, baby. Haven't even gotten off the cover yet. This cover is by Stuart Eminen and mm-hmm. Tom McCraw. Yeah, it's a beauty. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. The very left statue, I'm assuming Chemical King. It's... I think so. Well, well, I think all these ones are currently living Legionnaires. Well, I mean, no, Cam isn't. I guess Legionnaire Cam is dead. Never mind. Wait, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Legionnaire Chameleon Boy is, is dead. And Legionnaire Andromeda kind of popped out of the time stream, we think, right? And Legionnaire it, Lightning Lad, though, live didn't she, didn't she just die a couple of issues ago? Wrong one. That was that was, that was adult Laurel Gand. Laurel Gand. Right. Andromeda. Was, okay, yeah. Who was never who was never well, in was she? costume. Wasn't she? No. No. She never wore that costume. In fact, her statue in this issue doesn't mm. have this costume. No, and, there you go. And also, Pharaoh is not... Yeah, Pharaoh's not list, not pictured, right? That we see. He's he's not in the he's not in the issue, and he doesn't even get uh, briefly returned to life in this one. That is, but he's right there on the cover. Yeah, that's Pharaoh Lad on the cover. Right, but remember, an issue ago, he was replaced by um, Bouncing Boy. Bouncing Boy. Yeah, that that's not Pharaoh. That's Pharaoh Lad. Mm-hmm. That is not well, SW six on the cover. That is classic costume Pharaoh Lad. Oh, well, fair point. Just like that That's classic true. costume, Invisible Kid. There's a mix. This is timey wimey stuff. Yeah, this, Could this, something have gone wrong with that, the time stream? Yeah. Oh, Maybe. All the time, because that that's, looks like Violet. Right yeah, that's, that, that, that's adult, adult, that's adult, Violet. adult Violet. Violet, yeah. There's Wildfire in the in the foreground there. Actually, I think that's Chemical Kid behind, or Chemical King behind uh, Invisible Kid. I think Kid. it is, yeah. Yep. I thought it was wrong, yeah, right. It is. We've it's, got a mix here. It's. It, I'm pretty sure it's Dragon Mage. Well, Dragon Mage appears in the story, but so it's more likely to be him. But Pharaoh Lad does not appear in the story. What? So I, I why don't would know. it be likely to be him when they're showing other Silver Age Legionnaires? Also, it's, Dragon Mage doesn't have that. Mess. It's a hot mess. So I'm gonna get Eminem <laughs> on the line and find out who he drew here. Dra- Dragon Mage doesn't have that iconic black. Uh, uh, yeah, perk. that's definitely Chemical King. I think. All right, anyway, anyway, there's a mix of Legionnaires and statues on here. Take your pick on who they are and what version. <laughs> Let's go to uh, this opening splash page. We got mm-hmm. a we got a giant Leviathan here. He's punching some rocks. I mean, he's doing something useful, I guess. Those rocks are being projected by Polestar. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome we to the stage. We got SW6 versions of Starboy and Gossamer. Mm-hmm. And it says, moments ago, a strange figure appeared over the domes of New Earth. His mysterious efforts to manipulate the asteroids that once formed terra firma threatened to destroy the dome cities and all life within them. Fortunately, the Legionnaires have come to the rescue, leading them to ask the inevitable question. <laughs> the question will be the next page. We've got a lot of few, few more things to cover. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> End of an era, part one, history lesson. With special thanks to Kurt Busiek and Tom McCraw. We've got Mark Wade Story, Chris Gardner Pencils, Dennis Kramer Inks, Pat Russo Letters, Tom McCall Colors, Mike McAvaney Assistant Editor, and Casey Carlson Editor, 
And it also says roll call who's who in the Legion of Superheroes because this is just way too many people to have on a roll call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the question they're going to ask is who is this lunatic? Because they don't know Polestar's rock yet. Uh, we've got Apparition and Dragon Mage, and Dragon Mage says, Beats me, Apparition. A Brawlian, perhaps? He has Cosmic Boy's powers, but our leader isn't here to deal with him. According to Invisible Kid, Cos vanished in a time bubble with Livewire and Saturn Girl. And Dragon Mage takes out one of the asteroids, or... Well, yeah, it looks like what? he's using his magical disintegration power. That's a 7th level spell, I what? believe. What technically are they called when they're still in space? Is that asteroid? Oh, no, meteor. Oh, no. Asteroid, asteroid. space, asteroid. meteorite, and atmosphere. They're, they're asteroids. Okay, they are asteroids. Okay, I was right. Yeah, you're, you're wondering between meteors, meteorites, and meteoroids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Choo-choo, choo-choo. <laughs> Dragon Mage says, I say they're lucky that they don't have to listen to this rant. And we see a very... Hey, it's Darren. Hey. <laughs> it's Darren again. And... uh He's saying, stay away from me. This is my mission. All the pieces are here. With my power, I shall rebuild Earth. And your damn coon army won't stop me. And uh, we got Gossamer and Starboy. And Ayla saying, did I hear him right, Starboy? Uh, did he just call us coons? When she's saying, it's fun, their powers, because she's making an asteroid go up. And uh, Starboy's making one go down, but they're out in space. So I'm not sure really how this works. But anyway. <laughs> Well, you see, I, in space, up is up and down, and is, down, down. is down. So, so. yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe there's a little bit of gravity where they're at. And they're close enough to the plane. I don't know. Uh, well, they're in, they're in they're in Earth's orbit, so they've got like Earth gravity to. Yeah, there's some gravity here, and they have inertia to deal with too. So as as things are coming to them. Yep. Comic book it, it works comic somehow. Point. Yeah, comic book physics, exactly. One gets heavy, one gets light, so one floats away and the other sinks. You know, it's basic physics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, we're seeing uh, Ayla says, did he just call us coons? (laughs) Hey, now. Hey. Tom Tom said, he's delusional, Gossamer. Down. But that doesn't make him any less dangerous. And... um, then we get Jan. He says, particularly if you don't watch your back, and he's turning one of them into some form of gas. And Tom says, thanks, Alchemist. Then we see Triad is all over Polestar. She's attacking him. She says, try Jan. Jitsu, baby. Yes, try mm-hmm. Jitsu. Try Jitsu is when you try to grab wherever you can and hold yes. on tight. Yes. Like grapple roll in D&D by three antagonists at the same there time. This is, very, this is very uh, specialized power. Yep. She says, Jan, this power he's raving about, it seems to be coming from his gauntlets. Do something. Jan says, hold him steady, Triad. I may be able to use my transmutation powers to atomize the gauntlets through his transuit. And uh, Rock says, no, please. And Jan says, that voice, it's so familiar. And he's dissolving the mask. And he says, no wonder, under the mask, it's Rock Crin of the Legion. Rock says, where, where am I? They've got him wrapped up. Uh, this is too weird. It's like busting your older brother. Is it just me, or does he sound like he's coming to his senses now that the gauntlets are gone? And I think that's Ayla or Triad 1 says, perhaps, but he still needs help. What do we do with him now? Then a voice from off, said, off the side says, you take him to Shangala to mourn, and it's uh, Reap. They say, Cam! He says, sorry I wasn't here sooner, but I was busy gathering my own news, and it wasn't pleasant. 
it's Laurel, old friend. She, she's dead. And Rock looks shocked and sad. And we skip to Shangala. Uh, this day joins the ranks of those who have defined the word heroism. Laurel Gan's noble sacrifice in the war against the Coons helped ensure peace throughout the galaxy. She made a difference where and when it counted. And in the end, that is all any of us can hope for. Devin, and that was Monel speaking. And Devin says, or yeah, Valor. Who's, who, yeah. who's this Monel person? Of which yeah. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Devin says, thank you, Valor. I stand before you not as a member of any team, but as a Daxamite, diminished by the passing of a friend and a racial kin. Legion and legionnaires alike. All those gathered here today will miss Laurel, some of us quite deeply. And she has the uh, Tiger Rose costume on. I, I can't believe they utilize <laughs> her in that outfit. Why not? Uh, it was her most recent one. That's how they remember her. Uh, so <laughs> let's see. Standing around, we've got Dawnstar. We've got Garth and Emra. We've got. Uh, Joe and Apparition, SW6 version. We got Timberwolf. We got Inferno. We've got both versions of Violet. We've got SW6 Matter Eater Lad. We've got Misa. We've got SW6 Starboy. We've got Wave. Um, we've got Polestar. We've got um, Wildfire, who's going by, you think, NRG now. We've got Andromeda. We've got Cam. And I think that's Ron Vidar. It is. And there are, and there, are, there are other people who we will find out later who are on the planet, but not in this picture. Also, also um, take a drink for a dead Legionnaire statue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. Drinks for everybody. And, and oh. Dev, Dev M, reminder, was a, crypt, was a Kryptonian uh, now retconned to be a Daxamite. Yeah. Of course, no Kryptonians. Of course. Mm -hmm. So we see Andromeda crying, and we've got Inferno saying, man, Andromeda's taking this really tough. Now, see, this right here made me go back to Crisis when, after Supergirl died, everyone was concerned about Power Girl and how she was doing. Yeah. 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 It's just a little slight throwback to that moment. Uh, SW6 Vice says, how could she not, Inferno? And may imagine laying yourself to rest. Didn't he do that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we cut over to Shady and Lar, and uh, she says, My husband, don't hold on to your grief. Let it fly. Laurel would have wanted it. Eh, that light, and we see a time bubble. And here come Brainy and Brainy <laughs> and Lyle. Well, it's a terrible look sitcom. Yes. <laughs> my, my two brainies. Two brainies and a Lyle coming to you <laughs> on CBS. And uh, we get a, well, look who finally showed. Invisible Kid and both Brainiac 5s. And, and old Brainy, let's let's be realistic. He totally looks like, um, you know, George Carlin in Bill and Ted's Bogus <laughs> oh, Journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. And uh, he says, easy, Vi. Let's hear what they have to say. And Reap says, a time bubble, pretty unconventional means of transportation. Lyle says, we needed that space warp capability, Cam. We had no time for standard travel. Roads? And, uh, Where we're going. 
Yeah. <laughs> we don't need roads. Valor says, are you okay, Brainy? Laurel's death must be hard on you. And this is old Brainy. And he says, uh, not really, Valor. I'm no longer sure she's the woman I'm mourning. Here, this message is for you. The man who sent it needs a power team quickly. And Valor looks at it and says, I don't believe it. It's been so long. I never thought we'd see him again. But if he <laughs> needs me, I'll be there. Comic book trunk number seven. You! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I have not read ahead. Um, at least that, not enough to get details. But I, who, who do you think is the person who sent this note that yeah. could command his attention that quickly? It's Probably el- someone with an S on his chest. It, it's Elastic Lad. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Brand, but because because Brand has been gone for a while. This would have been a good stump question because I have no idea who it is. I don't know either. You're gonna find out. Yep. I stumped, I stumped myself. All righty. So the Daxamites fly off. Um, uh, but but the real que- real question is, what does Brainy mean by he's not sure she's the woman I'm mourning? Is he talking about Supergirl or an alternate reality, Laurel or what? I think he's talking about Supergirl, but who knows? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's that's that's him kind of remembering beyond the like with the time stream messing up like it is. Right. Like. This book is basically, you know, the product of uh, of, of big, all the shenanigans uh, yeah, of, yeah. of some big timeline uh, uh, tomfoolery, and um, yeah, I can say that because McCraw's working on the book, um, and um, so you know, as as the time stream gets mucked with, um, you know, is he seeing a bit of where he was before the punch? Uh, as of this issue, everything is canon. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 no, you're, you're absolutely right, and yeah. they, as we'll see in a few pages, we're yes. we're, wa- we're watching Mark Wade invite invent hyper time in real time. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. amen. All right, so the Daxamites fly off with Shady, and uh, Drake says, "Geez, must have been some bulletin to send Valor, Shady, Divin, and Andromeda flying off like that." And um, oh, Violet says, "All right, Docs, what's this all about?" And, uh, I can't. I can't decide if I like this Violet ship cruise commander outfit or not. <laughs> yeah, feels yeah. like she's trying to give battle orders on the love boat to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now Captain Stubing. And yeah. uh, Jim says, "Yeah, what's so important would make you guys interrupt a funeral?" And he's accusing the young Brainy. Lyle says, "How about the death knell of the known universe?" I do it. And then we see Tom and Nura. And he says, pretty grim attitude, Lyle. And Dreamy says, if this is another galactic menace, it's nothing the Combined Legion can't handle. Count us in. Rond is there. He says, Starboy, Dream Girl, you're not the solution. You're part of the problem. Where did you two come from? And Matter of Your Lad says, hello, Ron. They're Legionnaires. They helped us against the Dominators, remember? And uh, Violet Young Violet says, actually, Tinsel, I don't remember them being there. The more I think about it, it's as if they just appeared yesterday. And Brainy points out and says, and how about Celeste? How can she be a dark star when just last week she was powered by Emerald Energy? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Reap says, I, 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 how could I have missed that? Celeste and I are friends, aren't we? 
Dawnstar says, I don't understand. If there are so many realities, then which of them is true? This is the question comic fans will ask for ages. <laughs> Ron says, all of them, Dawnstar, and therein lies the crisis. Oh, oh that word. He said the word. He said the word. Take a drink. That's got to count. If it's Red not a rule, it's night. Red skies at night. Oh. Alrighty, uh, we get Lyle and we get a flashback, and he says, since we Legionnaires had recently emerged from a long-term stasis, I set out to investigate Legion history, to chronicle for myself and others the years that passed while we slept. Hold on, Lyle is Michael? Wait, yes. is, is that, Paul, is that your new segue? I'm sorry, what? Lyle says, I set out to investigate Legion history. I um I um, would never uh, use such a, a cheap stunt. Yes. How uh, <laughs> dare you accuse him of that, Michael? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm aghast. Sorry, sorry. I, I take the fifth, sir. I take the fifth. <laughs> I can't. So no, no, you can't. That's right. <laughs> so Lyle says to that end, I adapted one of Brainiel's old old time beacons to the task. When focused, it allowed me to peer directly into the time stream and witness past events from a proper perspective. I expected to view a linear progression of time. What I saw instead, well, it did more than simply explain a few unexpected transformations. What I saw will quite literally tear the Legion apart. And uh, we get back to a big group of them. They're still walking through statues. Um, not really sure who a lot of these guys are. Well, Shanghala is the yeah. There's other heroes. heroes. There's other heroes here. Yeah. yeah. So if we can't if we can't figure out who they are, then they're like Hate Face or Lita eighty seven or something like that. Uh, I wish Hate Face would appear. Um. So Misa says that's awfully awfully melodramatic, Invisible Kid. Maybe a crisis is brewing, but not one capable of destroying us. And uh, Drake says Misa's right. Whatever weirdness is affecting each of us, the heart of the Legion still holds. And Brainy says, is that so? Then how many of you remember him? And they're at Superboy statue. Yeah. Take a drink. Take a drink. And yes. uh, all, who is Superboy? It's, uh, and, and I'm glad they didn't use the name. Because the, the yes. Princess would be pissed. That is the proper Paul, Superboy. Paul, Paul, the Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Thank you. And uh, Emmer says, Superboy? And Gar says, how could any of us forget him? He inspired us all. And Joe says, but I don't remember any Superboy. Well, Joe not remembering is no evidence at all. I mean, Dog <laughs> 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 And uh, uh, Apparition says, Joe, how can you not? Well, and, <laughs> yeah. Been well, hit on the head a lot. <laughs> yeah, too many blows to the head. Lyle says, of course he doesn't. How can anyone keep our history straight when there's so much to remember? And, um, um, yeah, I was going to say that seems a little bit of a specific. Uh, this, this is the first real rumblings to the reader that a reboot is coming. How can yeah. you keep all this history straight when there's so much going on? In reality, there's only been one continuity. There's just two teams. And one is a I mean, there, there have been two continuities. Sorry, the, the original continuity. And then we got the Mordru verse for one issue, and then we got a second continuity after the Mordru or the Monal punch, right? So we got Superboy um, ditched out, and Dr Laurel Gand replaces Supergirl, 
And it was just always kind of assumed that Balor replaced Superboy in the legend. Well, but moved forward, but well, now we're getting this. The pocket universe Superboy was there for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. But you got but a statue. Po- but pocket universe Superboy was, he was, was deleted pre- after that punch, right? Pre-Mordruvers, right? Yeah, pre-Mordruvers. Well, no, 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 no. We see a statue of him after Mordruvers. After they've talked, they they they've talked about it. They mention him um, during time and time again. Okay. They mention this Superboy that showed up very briefly and fought with them before he was killed. Yeah, Ah. he has he has to exist because of that Superman crossover right before he died. True. It's just that. Yeah, that was the only time he existed in the, in the current timeline. Yeah, wibbly wobbly, etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, we get a collage of a uh, Connor. Yeah. yeah, we see Connor. Yeah. We see the founders in the original costumes. Uh, we see Saturn Grove with the I can't remember the brain things names. Uh, brain globes of Rambat. Yes. Them. They, uh, they tried to conquer Earth by controlling the Legionnaires, but they couldn't control animals, so the Legion of Super Pets was formed to right. save in Adventure 293. And we see the Mordruverse. Um, but so also, we did, we, also we have Imra using shooting lightning bolts from her eyes, which yeah. kind of never happened, especially not in that costume. Wasn't that Cosmic Boy that did that? In like the first appearance or something he like that. He had magnetic eyes, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Special serums gave him magnetic rays that came from his eyes. Ooh. I figured that was just her visualization of her telepathic powers coming out, but I don't know why it's blowing something up. I don't know. I, I think it's supposed to imply this is an alternate reality where she has laser eyes. Yeah. That eh, could be. I mean, she she has been depicted with telekinetic powers in certain media before. This is true. So it's inconsistent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, Brainy says this is what Lyle saw: a barrage of unremembered images, a fractured montage of diverse memories. And if any of it seems unfamiliar, the fault lies not in our texts, but in ourselves. For here is the ultimate truth: some un- unknown temporal force has been subtly, subtly shifting the Legion's reality for years. This DC editorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With each shift, another element of our own history is con- contradicted, and yet we ourselves are unable to notice. And some of the Legionnaires are like, who is that? Don't recognize. And someone says, never had that power. So they're talking about Emmer there. Uh, and then we get never wore that costume. Um, so probably the uh, original costumes, maybe those have been wiped out. out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because remember, well, they were um, a suggestion in the in the, uh, the the reconstituted origin. They uh, they showed them and they and the guy and the kids just said nah, nah. So young brainy says it gets worse. Of late, the problem is magnifying. Hence the changes undergone by some members and the unexplained appearances of others. Reality is fragmenting to the point where each of us is beginning to have memories not shared by the others. And that's where Ron jumps in. He says, that's not all. While Invisible Kid charted the past, I turned my investigations elsewhere when I began detecting chronal disturbances of an unimaginable magnitude. Using a time bubble, I tried to travel into the future. It wasn't my first journey, but it was my worst. For there, blocking my passage was a black void, a total absence of matter and existence. Ron, what was it? 
And he says it was it was the dawn of the 31st century. And um, here we'll get some interesting visualization. Brainy's old Brainy's talking starts off with him and Cam talking in front of a chemical king statue. He says, and the end result for of times fracturing, for some reason, we seem integral to this chaos, but it's danger is universal. Then it switches to Chameleon Boy's statue, and Chemical King is standing beside him. And he says, reality has begun to shift more and more rapidly, often without our notice. Each shift weakens the time stream. And then it switches back again. And, and the funny part of that is Cam is on that cover where Chemical King dies in that issue. And it says, which of these Legionnaires is mm. destined to die? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So it could have been another one. Great pull. And Brainy says, and if something's not done to arrest the chaos, there'll be no future for anyone. Allfire says, so when did all this start? Lyle says, I traced the fluctuations to the time the Legionnaires entered stasis. Garth is there in his fancy clothes, and he says, then obviously you kids are the problem. Maybe whatever process cloned you. And Jim says, whoa, whoa. Whoever proved we're not the real Legion, Garth? You know what Prody. I think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Brody. <laughs> yeah, me thinks the lady does protest too much. You know? <laughs> Probably the first one to go accusing people like this. Exactly. He knows they're on to him. And uh, Jim says, "Whoever proved we're not the real Legion, Garth? You know what I think? I think maybe you adults are the knockoffs." And Adult Vice says, "Leviathan, you haven't any proof." And Inferno says, "And you do." And remember, it was uh, Keith Giffen who originally wanted to make the adults be the clones. The clones, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the originals. And then uh, some smoke happens and some characters start to appear in a bright light. We hear some people talking, know who's the real deal. Uh, causing the flux. Who are you two? Can't accept the truth. And Inferno says, uh, guys, I hate to break this up, but we've got company. And we get some classic villains here. We have Cosmic King. We have Beauty Blaze. We have Satan Girl. We have uh, Earthlow. This is Earthlow, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. L, there's an L in it. Um, and Saturn Queen and Lightning Lord. Uh, I think Earthlow is probably the most rare of them. We know who the Legion of Supervillains are. Earthlow yep. was a uh, robot created by Lex Luthor and sent into the future to cause trouble with Superboy and the Legion. Operated on the hate tapes. Yes, and that, was from, that was from Adventure 300. Yes. And, uh, uh, the name Earthlow was supposed to be a uh, a hint as to his right. origin, as if like we couldn't figure out that Earthlow was an anagram. Yeah. <laughs> Earthlow, you are. Because they, they, the you know, they had all, in the Silver Age, they had always already used that trope a lot. Yeah. Mm. Anagrams um, were the thing, bitches. Especially anagrams of Luthor. And and hate tapes as well. Uh, Beauty yeah. Blaze was uh, only seen in the alternate future of the Adult Legion from Adventure 355. At that point. It, mm-hmm. To this point, yes. Mm-hmm. And Satan Girl was a red kryptonite created evil version of Supergirl from Adventure 313. You're, you're revealing spoilers. <laughs> Because uh, they refer to her a little later, hinting at who she's at. Because there's not really supposed to be a Supergirl now. Well, um, we know who was. Yeah, so many she, rules. She's a red Daxamanite. 
that, or a, a red lead version of Andromeda, right? Is that what she is? Anyway, sure. they, they should know who she is. Uh, so Reap says, bloody ass, Inferno, where'd they come from? And Satan Girl smashes Dark Star across the face. Flam. And uh, Inferno lights up and he says, from, from the time beacon, one second they were images, the next solid forms. How is that possible? Cam is all bulking up and he says, how do we control them? Better yet, who exactly are they? And Dirk says, you're joking, right? Crash, Cam, that's Satan Girl. Look out. And she smashes Cam. And he's the he's an older legionnaire. He doesn't recognize her, but the SW6 do. Uh, he says, look out. She's the most powerful. A duplicate of Own. He gets knocked out before he can say who she's a duplicate of. And she probably broke his jaw, which is reminiscent of when Emerald Empress broke Sunboy's jaw back in the original run. Yeah, we in see 303. Uh, we see a big old tooth coming out. Mm-hmm. Earthlow uh, says, "How can you? How can you hope to control us, Legionnaires, when you cannot control yourselves?" And we see Alchemist. He says, "My powers—they've gone wild. Help!" <laughs> and, I, uh, I don't remember what Earthlow's powers were, uh, aside from being a hate-powered robot. Does <laughs> does this look familiar to anybody? He's got Kirby Crackle around his hand. He was so. powered by Kryptonite, so he can do anything, I guess. Uh, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? Sure. Uh, so Joe's coming down. He says, Earthlow, hit him hard, NRG, and don't hold back. He's just a robot. So Ultra Boy and Drake hit him both, and boom, take a drink. <laughs> and there goes the hate tape. <sighs> Poor hate tapes. <laughs> they did make sure to label that. Uh, <laughs> NRG says, yeah, not anymore. Now he's scrapped. And uh, we see two more figures appear, and it's Mordru and Glorith. Mordru says, splendid, splendid. Glorith says, don't overrate yourself, dear. We may have been able to pull these warriors from other times and realms, but they'll soon vanish. Mordru says, let them. They need merely distract our foes while we pursue our true goal. Call to him, Glorith. Uh, we cut back to the battle. Beauty Blaze is trying to burn up Timberwolf. And he's saying, so what's your story, lady? Who are you? Ah! Whoosh, as he's set on fire with his nice red mm-hmm. cloak. She Got says, the name's fire. Beauty Blaze. Oh, yeah. The name's Beauty Blaze. Feel the burn. She's got her own catchphrase. Um, Inferno didn't, didn't go against her. Instead of got some guy covered in hair that, you know, burns. <laughs> probably had to give uh, Timberwolf a new look before you know the end of the run so they need to burn hair off of him well Kaz should be using his leadership powers but he's not because he's still half crazy that's mm-hmm. right Alchemist says hold still Furball I'll put out the flames leave her to Vi and Virus <laughs> and uh, they both they've been shrunk down but they come up to full size and a double flam punch to Beauty Blaze knocking her out here comes Kid Quantum and Starboy, and uh, because Satan Girl's coming after Rock, they say, Rock, snap out of it, look alive. Tom says, it'll take all three of us to hold this one down. But Rock's hearing voices, saying, Rock Crin, come to us, Rock. And he's like, yes. And he goes floating off. And uh, Satan Girl takes out Kid Quantum. Starboy says, Rock? And uh, Kid Quantum says, where is he? Oh, as he gets knocked out. <clears throat> then we see Mecht, and he's taking on Mecht. 
uh, two lightning lords is way more than you need. <laughs> finally his twin. Um, he says, God, you, you're a version of me, a sick, twisted version. And uh, he blasts him. And Evil Mech says, funny, I was about to say the same thing. And he blasts Good Mech. Um, you can tell Evil Mech because he has the mustache. Mm. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> he says, you always wanted a twin, Mech. Be careful what you wish for. Ah! And he gets blasted from behind. And it looks like he's been blasted by the two Aelas. <coughs> I guess it's... No, that's Ayla and uh, Garth. Young Ayla and big Garth. And, and Prody, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Big Ayla is during. No, that's that is Big Ayla. Young Ayla is gravity powers right now. Right. It's hard to keep it all straight. Right. Yes. Yes. Gossamer. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we see uh, Cosmic King and Saturn Queen. They're going at it with Misa and Dragon Mage. Cosmic King says, "Striplings everywhere I look. Striplings. Where are worthy opponents of old?" And uh, Eve says, "Does it matter?" They will all fall before us, and together Saturn Queen and Cosmic King shall rule the cosmos. Lysa says, the ground turning to Mercury. Keep fighting? And they're disappearing. Dragon Mage says, I don't think we have to. The royal couple's disappearing. Wave had Saturn Girl wrapped up, which her hair must be much stronger than I thought. And uh, she says, "As, as are Satan Girl and the rest, but there's no explanation. And the Legionnaires are gathering back up and uh, saying, Joe saying, I can't live with, I can live without one so long as we all survive the attack. Older Vi says, agreed, at least for the moment. Is everyone safe and accounted for? And I guess that's young, young Brainy maybe saying it. Uh, or maybe Kid Quantum says, no, Rock wandered off this way. We better find him. Let's go. And we're back to Mordru and Glorith and they've got Rock all wrapped up. Mordru says, my, my, these are the fruits of our labors, then we were fools to never have allied before. Glor says, we've captured our pawn just in time. According to the prophecies, Kryn's destiny is near at hand. Do we dare watch it manifest? Why not simply kill him now? Mordru says, remember Valor? And she goes, ah. I mean, she should remember him. She's yeah. part of that. That crap. just happened. It yeah. just happened a thousand years ago. <laughs> That's true. So Mordor says it also well, just happened recently too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, both times episodes ago. <laughs> Mordor says we must not be tempted by expedient measures, and Laura says true. For soon we still we will have all the time in the universe, and then we see all the legionnaires coming after him. Uh, Virus says they've seized rock, seized rock, and they're getting away. Timberwolf says holy Nass, Mordor and Glorith. Kid Quantum says stop them before it's. Too late, and they're gone. Rock's gone. Everybody's gone. Real quick, who's that in the top left? I don't recognize that outfit. Uh, is, that my, is that Misa? <laughs> yeah, Jewel. Is it Jewel? Is that what she wears? Okay. Yeah, her little yeah. revealing outfit. Young. Yeah, that, that's Jewel kind of trying to look a little amethysty in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Bloody Grife, now what? We can't leave Rock in the hands of our worst enemies. And we have Don Star and Drake, and she's saying, yeah. And uh, he's saying, Donnie, you still have your tracking powers. Can you get a lead on them? And she says, yes. I sense their path and their destination. Follow me, and I will guide you to them. And she disappears, fades away. He says, Donnie, 
And Cam says, no, she's vanished too. And young Brainy says, and with her, our only hope of finding rock. To be continued in Valor number 22. On sale now. So pour one out for another uh, dead legionnaire. Which one? The one that's not coming back. Mm. They're all coming back. Not all of them. Well, in some form or another. Yeah. Mm. Some shape, form or other. We'll see them again. So anyway, that's the kickoff of End of an Era. There's, like all, there's all the foreshadowing you're going to get, kids. <laughs> I liked it. We got lots of uh, callbacks. We got lots of versions. Mm. We got lots of everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> I, uh, I I got to think my, my favorite part of the issue is um, when Lyle Norg said, since the Legionnaires had recently emerged from a long-term stasis, I set out to investigate Legion history to chronicle for myself and others <laughs> the years that passed while we slept. Hey, Michael, speaking of which, is there anything that happened this week in Legion history? We'll get to the other stuff after. Mr. Secretary, I'd like to point to uh, minute 22 of the recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was full. <laughs> I was definitely full of shit with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah there's no doubt. No There's doubt. no doubt. There's no way I was going to pass that up. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you want me to do the uh, the historical class of 1984 first? or Let's history? do that. Let's do that because it's all part of Legion history. All right. So going back not quite as far as the rest of our Legion history, but to 1984. Uh, for the class of 84, there are eight entries this week. Uh, I have lumped for this exercise... Uh, Joe Dan Spliff and everyone from the Planet Exile storyline into one entry. Uh, we first met them in Tales of the Legion 321, Lady Memory from Tales 318, Lila and the Monitor, each from Tales 317, uh, because we're starting to get into pre crisis here, uh, Magpie in Tales 320, Graham Rands is finally born in Legion Volume 2, Annual 3. And then in the uh, first story arc in Volume 3, we have Terrace and Zymer, who are members of the Legion of Supervillains. And for the class of 1983, uh, we have, for the first time, a tie vote um, between Gigi Cusimano and Comet Queen, uh, with one vote behind at Ambush Bug. Uh, so I'm not sure how I'm going to put this into my spreadsheet because <laughs> I, I need to only have one person, not two. If I have two, that messes things up. Do, do we need to have, do we need to have a runoff? Let we need chaos rain. <laughs> oh, let's get a runoff. Yeah, chaos will not rain. I will leave the uh, the voting open until somebody votes for one or the other to put them ahead. Because they're, because like, like Highlanders, there can be only one. Oh, fair, fair, fair. There should have been only one movie, but they messed that up too. I mean, it's all in how you look at it. To me, there was. Mm, that's true. All righty. So going even further back in Allegiant history, all the way back to 1962, 60 years ago, uh, in an issue that we did not cover, uh, Superman number 155, uh, 
famous 1950s wrestler Antonio Roca has come to Metropolis to put on a charity match for the city, him versus Superman. Mm-hmm. But Ixius Pitalik appears and amps up Roca's strength and then calls in Samson and Hercules to prove how strong Roca is now. Mm-hmm. But to all be a hoax for Superman to capture Duke Marple, Duke Marple and his gang, see? Bunch of gangsters. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Superman was disguised as Roca. Samson and Hercules were really Cosmic Man and Lightning Lad in from the future. And Mixius Pitalik was really Crypto in disguise. Oh, my. That sounds uh, that problematic. Is, that is one that we have not covered yet and probably won't. Yeah, so there, uh, there's your summary. 45 years ago, 1977, Superboy and the Legion 231. They finally get an official title change. Uh, and in this issue, the Legion must help evacuate the planet before its sun goes nova. That is, if the Fatal Five will let them. And that was episode 333. 35 years ago, 1987, Tales of the Legion 351 reprints Legion Volume 3, number 26. The Fatal Five have a battle with the Legion uh, in which Dream Girl has predicted one hero will die. And, of course, we all know that her prediction is always, always true. true. Yeah. And that was episode Take 365. A Take a drink for Dream Girl's predictions. Exactly. 30 years ago, 1992, Justice League of America, number six, or sorry, annual number six, Eclipso monologues on the moon past the statue of Largand for the fifth time so far, about how he wants all of the powers. Guy Gardner helps save the, helps the JLA save Wonder Woman, but Maxima is eclipsed. And we covered that in the yada yada in episode 638. Yep. That same day, Legion, volume four, number 32, as the battle against the Dominion rages on, Charday sets off the Dominion test subjects, causing an explosion which kills several SW6 Legionnaires. Take yet another drink for yeah. more Legionnaires. Ah, she is a smooth operator for sure. <laughs> and that was episode 613. 25 years ago, 1997, Legion volume 490, number 95. Brainiac 5 needs the world's most advanced computers, which leads him and Legion right to the high-tech insides of the fabulous Metal Men and the remarkable responsimeters. Unfortunately, Brainy doesn't realize the robot heroes are actually more than robots, much more than robots. Are, are they more than meets the eye? Uh, no, that's a different franchise. Oh, OK. Um, but they do transform. Mm, see. Uh, so look, look for this one in early 2025-ish. 15 years ago, we had a bunch of things happen in 2007. Brave and Bold, Volume 3, Number 4. The half Batman, half Therok battles each other for control of the Harrowspex. And meanwhile, Destiny of the Endless recruits Lobo and Supergirl to get the Book of Destiny and deliver it to Batman and Hell Jordan. And then the Legion appears to Batrock. And uh, uh, if we cover this, it'll be late 2029-ish when Paul's girls get to it. Uh, also in 2007... Countdown number 45. Uh, high above the Earth on the Justice League satellite, Dr. Midnight tries to comfort Karate Kid, who is becoming increasingly worried about 
their teammates who are lost on earth. Plus some other stuff with Donna Troy and Jimmy Olsen. And then Justice League of America, volume two, number 10, the final chapter of the lightning saga. While the JLA and JSA fight one of Sensor Girl's illusions, the Legionnaires wait in various places around the world for lightning to strike somewhere. Karate Kid's wand is, takes the lightning and opens up a portal that brings back Wally West and his family. All the Legionnaires fade away to go back to their own time except for Val, who is told that his mission has just started. And we will find out his mission over the next year in the pages of Countdown. And that was covered all the way back in episode 11. My. And it will make no sense. Yeah. Yes. At all. Uh, also, uh, in a different video on that same day, Legion of Superheroes in the 31st Century, number three, which is the adaptation of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, auditions can be scary, especially when the team you're trying out for is the Legion of Superheroes. But a small planet mm-hmm. girl is about to make good when a big-time threat proves more than the Legion can handle. So say what you want about substitutes. We think they look pretty good together. And uh, to tell you, uh, to give you a hint as to who this small, small planet girl is, the story is called Infection. <laughs> she is just a small planet girl living in a lonely world. Mm. She took the <laughs> midnight train to Metropolis to try out for the Legion. Well, good for her. I hope she makes it. Yeah. Uh. Uh, 10 years ago, 2012, Legion, Volume 7, Number 10. Starboy takes a ragtag team on a suicide mission into Dominator space to rescue Brainiac 5. Meanwhile, Cosmic Boy searches for evidence in the Dominator embassy in Metropolis. And uh, we did that one back in episode 194. And finally, five years ago, in 2017... We had the hardcover version of Justice League versus Suicide Squad, which contain, collects the series plus some other stuff, and the Emerald Empress is in there somewhere. <laughs> She's this just hanging when, out. She's just chilling. Yeah. When they thought that Emerald Empress was going to have a uh, uh, an effect on Tuesday Clock because she had followed Saturn Girl back from the 31st century and then... They just kind of dropped that. Yeah, they didn't. That didn't go anywhere either. No. It was a breadcrumb that led to nothing. <laughs> well, sometimes breadcrumbs don't actually lead anywhere. That's true. Sometimes, sometimes don't. You know, a cigar is just a cigar. Yeah, those are sad days, sir. Um, but speaking of cigars... Um, I do have some trivia if we want to do that. Oh, well, let's do so, that. Before we do that, uh, I just want to address something you said early when you were talking about the polls. You pronounce it Zymer? I do. Yeah, I've always said Zamir, but, you know, Winaf, you know. And I also pronounce uh, Colossal Boy's first name is Gim, not Jim, so. Which is, yeah, just messed up. Gim, Gim, Gim is correct. No, then it would be a, no, it is not correct. And it's also Thom. <laughs> I will die in the Thom Hill. Uh, who is fr- who is from Exanthu? Exanthum Gum Planet, yes. Oh. And next to Petmo Bismol. And it is Legion of Superheroes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Leg on. Oh, no. It is for your trivia, Michael. All right. <laughs> These are. 
not designed for a specific person this time. They are open to uh, anyone who wants to answer. Question number one, which Legion book or books have been given away for free comic book day? Oh. Which we just had last month. Mm. Right. Uh, was, um, was it the one based on the cartoon? Did that get one? That is indeed. It was uh, Legion, Legion in the 30th. In the 30th century, number one, with a different colored cover. And that was all the way back in June 2007 for Free Comic Book Day. Wow. Free Comic Book Day has been going on a long time. Yep. I, I had that as a question for Free Comic Book Day weekend, but we were busy doing other stuff and we ran long, so I couldn't do that. <clears throat> question number two. <clears throat> We recently went to Thanagar in the Legionnaires Annual. Where have we seen or at least heard of Thanagar in the mainstream 30th century? During the uh, Who Shot uh, Laurel Kent story. That's right. We did have some Hawk people killed by Professor Ivo in Legion Volume 3 Annual Number 1. I came up with two other instances. Are we talking about prior to this, to now, where we are, or all of Legion history? Uh, all of Legion history, if you can think of any. I mean, we've, I, we've seen some Hawkmen in the background in some stuff that Giffen drew, but I don't know the exact issue. And I mean, Hawkgirl's in JLA versus Legion right now. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm talking about Th- the planet Thanagar in the 30th century. Oh, the, the planet Thanagar. Planet. Yeah. I mean, well, they found didn't they find Dawnstar there during the Lightning Saga? That was in a Justice League issue. That's close enough, but that was oh okay. No, was that the twentieth century or? Yeah, that was that was the twentieth. That was the present. Century. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, so I've still got two others in thirtieth century. Hmm. <clears throat> um. I don't know Le- anymore. No, it wouldn't be Legion Worlds because that was their worlds. No um, idea. All right. Back way like- back in Superboy 217, uh, Brainiac 5 was going there because it was the site of a science police convention. Uh, and uh, yeah. that that was the issue where their cruiser crashed on the planet um, and they were captured by Kund Field Marshal Lorca. Ah. And they blew up the the Legion cruiser and had the big holy cow dig the fireworks around around the explosion. Uh, but the other one was um, it was attacked by Daxamites under control of Darkseid in the Great Darkness Saga. Ah, like you, got, you. You got one third of those. I'll I'll yeah. give it to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I came up. <clears throat> Uh, so, how many times did Paul Levitz appear as a character in a Legion story? I came up with four times. Okay, there's the wedding. The wedding tabloid, that's one. Yeah. Um, issue 300. That's two. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I would have, too, I think. I mean, any time... Uh, you know, 
Gigi talked about uh, someone back back home waiting for. Her. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe did they show up during the Karate Kid projector wedding? Uh, no. Okay. Was it in Legion? It was one was in a Legion issue. The other was in a Legion story in a different volume. Oh, Trixie. Oh, there's that that uh, bedtime story issue. Oh, God, it was in the um, thousand one years of the future or whatever. One thousand fifty years in the future. Um, nah, maybe not. Clearly not. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. All right. Uh, in Legion number two ninety seven. Uh, there was a, uh, a one page story where Paul was narrating a Keith Giffen biography <sighs> that had a legionnaire in it. Hmm. So I counted that one. And the fourth one is in the, uh, the book icons that was drawn by Jim Lee. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Legion babies. Yeah. The story in, that, in which it appears. You got Do what you want to, but I think Furball would make an amazing Legion baby character. Totally. Uh, question number four, going back to the Great Darkness saga. In part one, the servants of darkness steal two magical items that we have seen before. One was in a Legion book and one was in a Justice League book. What were those two magical items? Well, I mean, wizard, whether wizard's wand... Was one that of them. Is, that is one of them. It was called the Mentachem wand that uh, Hawkman and Justice League foe, the Matter Master, used to use. And there is one from a Legion story that was in there. I'm the only the one I can think of is the Orb of Orthanax, but I don't know what it is. Well, hold on. Excalibur. Fuck. Yeah. There you Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> Supergirl found that during her first initiation. Yep. Was that what, was that when she dug a hole through the earth? Mm. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Because that's yep. how physics works. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you get that one. Next question. Name the six members of the Justice League of Earth. Or oh. Earth. Go ahead. Uh, Earthman. Yeah. Spider Girl. Two. Six members, you say? Um, what? Repeat that question one more time. Is Name the six members of the Justice League of Earth. Oh. It includes uh, Earthman and Spider Girl. Golden Tus- Boy. Tusker. That's three. Radiation four. Roy. That's five. Uh, Storm oh, Boy. Yeah. Yep. Storm Boy. Six. And I'm assuming Reserva Stifle Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was allied with them, but she was never. Right. All right. And the last question. Uh, it was established in a very famous 1980s Legion story that Arm Falloff Boy was retroactively the very first Legion reject. But in terms of publishing history, that is, in terms going back to the, the 1960s, who was the first person that we saw get rejected for Legion membership? Superboy. Was it, was it, oh, <laughs> I guess on the cover, that would be true. 
Well, I mean, even in the book, I mean, until, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't tell him until after they'd given, they'd rejected him. Yeah. But it was like a formal rejection. It was just part of their Mm. initiation. Oh, semantics. Yes. (laughs) Was it Spiffany? It was not Lester Spiffany. Oh, it wasn't. That was my guess. Hmm. Hmm. Because who else? Well, it wasn't Bouncing Boy came after that. Well, and it wasn't Polar Boy. That's too early. Right. right. Or too too late for that. Yeah, my my guess would have been Spiffany. So who is it? Bear. Anybody else guess before I re- No, got nothing. Supergirl. Yeah. In action two sixty seven, which was the 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 third appearance of the Legion, uh she was trying out, but she had been exposed to red kryptonite. And it aged her over eighteen. While, mm-hmm. while in the tunnel and was aged to an adult and even though red kryptonite wears off after a day, she got rejected. 48 hours. Whatever. Yeah. I mean. Surely yeah. age is a state of mind. But the pink kryptonite only affects you for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a great story. Thank you, DC, for that. That was great. <laughs> Fuckers. Oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that uh, overall the uh, – the stubs, the, the stubs, the subs are not stumped. So there you go. Out. All right, I'm going to dip into the mailbag for a minute. Ooh, letters. We have um, letters. And uh, stop me if I've, I've read this before, but it's a good one. And I just stop. can't remember. Yeah, I just can't remember. Um, uh, this is from Kirk, uh, Kirk Cicada in uh, tribute to jo- to George Perez. Uh, greetings, LSPers. It's been a long time. Just got back into updating my feed via iTunes, and the first podcast I chose was your tribute to George. Aw, thank you. Regarding George, I'd say he was the artist of the comic book Bronze Age. Neil Adams, Dave Cockrum, John Byrne, Walt Simonson, and others from this era uh, all made remarkable contributions to the industry. Based on the combination of both quality and quantity, however, George stood above the rest. My main reason for writing is to add a bit of commentary and background to the JLA Avengers book. In regard to artwork alone, I feel we were forever robbed of a story that would have been, that would have featured Perez artwork at its peak. The unfinished art from that original series was amazing, as was the cover showing the two teams in opposition. Jerry Conway can be hit or miss, but I recall that his work with Perez on JLA was some of his best stuff, so I think fears of, the, of his story not being good were unfounded. I uh, agree with George that Jim Shooter's pissy objections were the reason that the project got shelved. Don't want to get off topic, but also wanted to echo comments that Don Heck was a very good artist in his day, mostly the 60s, but even into the 70s. His artwork on Avengers captured a 60s aesthetic, and he was a good storyteller. His work from the early 80s, though, was just not not of the same caliber, and he was not a good choice to replace um, Perez on the JLA book, let alone the JLA Avengers book. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to any of the podcasts following the uh, Perez tribute, uh, so someone else may have already filled you in on this. As Legion fans, you will be interested to know that the X-Men Teen Titans book was originally planned as an X-Men Legion of Superheroes team up. 
Back then, each publisher took turns creating the content for the company crossovers. While DC was responsible for the JLA Avengers book, Marvel was tasked with producing the X-Men Legion book. Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum were the original creators for the project. Going by recall, I think Dave left the project because of his Futurian's graphic novel or because he just couldn't do a monthly X-Men at the time uh, and uh, work on another book simultaneously. I feel fans were robbed here as well because X-Men and Legion always seemed more simpatico to me than X-Men and Teen Titans. And with Cockrum having worked on both, well, it would have been memorable. Before production began... New Teen Titans came along and surpassed Legion in sales, so it was decided by DC that the X-Men should team with the Titans instead. At this point, I would guess that Byrne, having left X-Men, wasn't interested in the project, even though uh, Terry Austin did sign on as the inker. I'm not sure how Walt Simonson got involved. It may have been due to the fourth world aspect of the story, but the rest is history. We got a nice, fun, not amazing team-up with very good Simonson art. But Simonson was not really the ideal artist for the project, having worked on neither an X-Men or Teen Titans, or Legion for that matter, book. (laughs) Um, Perez did illustrate an X-Men annual and a couple of covers during the Claremont Byrne era. And, of course, he drew several Legion uh, covers in the late 70s. So there's no doubt he would have killed it on either an X-Men Legion or an X-Men Titans book in the early 80s. But it was never planned that he would do either. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Um. Thanks for that, Kirk. Uh, nice to, to get some of the, the blanks filled in. Um, from Howard Madnick, uh, with regards to our um, part two uh, of Event Theater Books of Magic, uh, he says it brought back uh, great memories. Uh, another book uh, that I recall reading off the spinner rack. Lots of great Easter eggs that you, that you caught. Just wanted to note two others. I'm sure other uh, listeners will have caught at least one of them. There was a reference to having an appointment at Samara, which you may recall is a short story in which the protagonist tries but fails to cheat death. Ah, that's genius. That but is, this, yeah. this one I love. He says there was also a reference that Mr. E would have to travel from eternity to here. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly a reference to the book and movie from here to eternity. To eternity. Yeah. 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 That's excellent. Thanks, Howard. Um, all right. Step at a time. That's a good one. All right. And, uh, and, and this one, I, 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 you know, again, I wanted to get to some of these last week, but we were in the midst of a crossover and, uh, didn't seem the time. Um, ironically, this one was actually sent while we were recording the crossover and you'll see why it's ironic in a moment. Hello, Legionnaires and amazing guests. Quick question about Books of Magic 4. Have we even seen those far, far future humans, the green ones before? The one that talks to Tim tells him that a human from the past has traveled there before. For some reason, I'm guessing Swamp Thing during his time travel story, but I really don't know. Anyone have any ideas? Until Friday, Al Sedano, host of Resurrections, a Legion and L-E-G-I-O-N podcast. I, I hear they also dabble in um, in in Adam Warlock and Thanos. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, I, it could have been Swamp Thing. My thought was that um, it was uh, Superman at some point flying to the future. Hmm. Um, because let's see, when this came out, 
Swamp Thing would have already made his uh, his journey through time, but he was oh, going, long ago. Yeah, he was going backwards in time. I don't know if Swamp Thing ever went into the future. He might have. I, I think he. I yeah, I can't remember exactly. It's been so long. Like I read that maybe uh, you know a few years after it came out because that was during Invasion that he was doing that. Because uh, I do recall that at one point he actually crossed over with Invasion. Mm. Yeah. Not not great. Not great. All right. Um, any other business that we haven't covered yet? Uh, while we were talking, I did find uh, a little bit more on the X-Men Legion uh, crossover that never happened. Yeah. Uh, so this is from a blog post from marvel1980s.blogspot.com from 2011. Uh, It says, in 1980, as reported by Comics Feature Magazine number four, there was an X-Men and Legion one-shot in plan by Claremont and Cockrum. However, Marvel editor-in-chief Jim Shooter was not pleased that DC wanted the fourth company crossover to include the new Teen Titans, DC's best-selling title at the time, as he wanted the crossover to be X-Men and the Legion. This friction yeah, because that makes sense. This friction led to Shooter's decision to stall and cancel the JLA Avengers project. Oh. Uh, that I'd, I, that's probably speculation, but uh, it says, with the Teen Titans being a huge hit, it was decided to turn it into a Titans X-Men crossover. <laughs> Dave Cockrum decided to drop out of the project. From Cockrum's interview in the Legion Companion book, he says, but there also originally was going to be a Legion X-Men crossover, and I was to draw it. Then they decided, no, we'll make it a Teen Titans X-Men crossover, and that's the one that Walt Simonson drew. They figured, or drew, they figured that the Teen Titans were more commercial. There you go. There, so there you go. Sometimes the greatest foe is uh, is also Marvel editorial. Marvel editorial, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> surprise stumpage. Yeah. When when did the Legion meet the X Men? All access. Nope. Close. Or, um, uh, Marvel Access Unlimited. I, I don't think we talk about access anymore. Access Unlimited is close. It's unlimited, unlimited access. Wasn't it Spider, uh, Spider Boy? No, no. This is no. after. This is after oh, Amalgam. Oh. This is the yeah. uh, this is the spinoff joint series that came out of Marvel versus DC, mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, event character Axis. Yes, that's right. That's Ugh. right. And we that one, talk about Axis. That one had the Re- Legion jumping into the X Men Days of Future Past. Correct. Yeah. Correct. All right. right. Well, that's crazy. Um, All right, folks. Well, with that, we're going to kind of wrap this one up. And, um, you know, with the all the wibbly wobbliness. So comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters, gmail.com. You can join us on our Facebook page where you can have a continue the conversation at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all of those things, you can head over to our website. You guessed it. 
legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. But I don't know what the hell we're thinking, because we know it's going to be a disaster, right? And we will see you all next week. You know, there's nothing but a void out in front of us, so... What? What?